The United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization says that agricultural production on a global scale will have to increase by 70% in order to feed a global population that is expected to reach 9.1 billion people by the year 2050. Yet it is this agricultural production that's one of the largest drivers for environmental destruction. Decreasing meat production and intake would reduce or eliminate the expansion of livestock production in order to feed a growing population, but we would also need an alternative protein source. There is an overlooked and underrated sustainable alternative to meat, so if you want to know the whole story, then listen to this episode on Edible Insects. Welcome to the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. Your host has lived an off-grid, sustainable lifestyle for over 20 years. His homestead is run on solar energy. He has an earth shelter greenhouse and produces much of his own food. And all of this takes place in the middle of the forest in Colorado. Now, let's join Patrick, the man that not only teaches the skills of sustainable living, but lives that life every day. Welcome back, everyone, to the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast. This is your host, Patrick, and this is episode number 50, which is titled Edible Insects. I think the majority of people that I know would flat refuse to eat a bug. I also think it is safe to say that I've eaten more bugs than the average person. And that doesn't include the approximate eight spiders per year that every single one of us wallows in our sleep. Yet as we speak, I have dry roasted grasshoppers and crickets in my cabinet, and I crumbled up some of these crickets just this morning and added them to my oatmeal as an additional source of protein. And being an avid outdoors person, I have also had some fairly extensive survival training And there have been times that I have tested my skills on a weekend trip. And when food was scarce, I would not hesitate to dig up some earthworms and roast them over the fire. And although the aftertaste leaves something to be desired, it was certainly better than going hungry. During the production of this episode, I I came across more than one source that was recommending the use of insects as a sustainable protein source. And this is because it is well known that our global agricultural activity is one of the leading causes of environmental degradation, habitat loss, and species extinction. In fact, 80% of the farmland on a global scale is used for agricultural production And yet that meat production only provides about 18% of the total global caloric intake. So the argument is that if we had a sustainable source of protein that had significantly less effect on the environment, then the need for livestock production would decrease and the available land could be restored to its native state. And by doing so, we could 
increased biodiversity that is so vital to our survival and we would prevent the massive species extinction that we see on an ongoing basis. Now, I do think that the biggest thing here is, of course, to make this sort of thing acceptable in various cultures. And after all, how do you convince someone to reach for a pile of spicy sautéed grubs as opposed to a chunk of steak? Now, I know most likely for most of us that's going to be a little hard to swallow, so to speak. But let's just keep an open mind and look at a few things first. Now, I'm not going to belabor these points on meat production too much because I've covered this in previous episodes and I think most of us who are focused on sustainability have probably heard these arguments before, but I, I think it's worth revisiting maybe just briefly. So the greenhouse gas emissions from livestock production is enormous, of course, and it accounts for about 18% of greenhouse gases that are produced by humans, and that is more than all the ships, planes, cars, and trucks all put together. Livestock production requires an enormous amount of land and water and grain, so in order to produce a kilogram of beef, which is about 2.2 pounds, requires 25 kilograms of rain of grain and 15,000 liters of water. And if all that grain we use to feed livestock were fed to people instead, we could feed an additional 3.5 billion people. And did you realize that in the United States that 80% of all of the antibiotics that are produced are actually consumed by the livestock industry. And this alone contributes to the development of antibiotic resistance, which is an obvious emerging problem. Now, one other thing I'll quickly mention, which I'm not going to argue, but you know, there is certainly a portion of society that feels that eating animals is morally wrong. But overall, I think, you know, despite all the conflict over the meat industry, I think it's very plain to see, and there's even a lot of medical evidence to prove that reducing your meat consumption, and primarily fatty meat, and adding more plant-based proteins to your diet is healthier for the environment and yourself as well. So all that being said, let's move on to the primary subject of this podcast episode, which is bugs. First of all, most people have no idea what they're eating in the first place. So brace yourself for these tasty morsels of fact. Like it or not, many of your favorite foods contains bits and pieces of creatures that you have no idea that are there in the first place. And I hate to tell all of you chocolate lovers out there, but that dark, delicious bar of chocolate may contain up to 30 or more insect parts and maybe even a little sprinkle of rodent hair. Black pepper is allowed to have 40 insect fragments per teaspoon. Peanut butter, and oh, you're really going to love this one, 
It's one of the more tightly regulated foods by the USDA, but it is allowed to have one or more rodent hairs and up to 30 insect parts per 100 grams, which is about three and a half ounces. Jam and jelly are even allowed to have more. These products are allowed to have five whole insects per three and a half ounces. And tomato juice, you know, if you make spaghetti sauce, well, it's allowed to contain up to four maggots and 20 or more fruit fly eggs. A four ounce can of mushrooms is allowed to have up to 20 maggots. And here is one of my favorites. A quarter cup of cornmeal is allowed to have up to 50 insect fragments. And you know, just yesterday I made a nice little skillet of cornbread because I grew up in the South and that's one of my favorite foods. So just sitting there eating some cornbread with my meal, thinking about all the little tiny bits and pieces of bugs that I'm eating that I was not aware of, but at least they were cooked well. And okay, there's one last thing here I'll mention, and that's about spices. A, um, a typical spice jar holds about two to three ounces, and some spices are allowed to have up to 300 or more insect parts per 10 grams of product. But oh, if that's not enough to make you cringe, that is not all. What about a little bit of rodent poop in your coffee? What about some nice little maggots in your pizza sauce? But you know, if this is not enough to make you cringe a little, I do have one little bit of good news. For all the talk about how many spiders we swallow in our sleep every year, it's not really true. But you know, here is a statement from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and here is what they say, and I quote, It is economically impractical to grow, harvest, or process raw products that are totally free of non-hazardous, naturally occurring, avoidable defects. So, like it or not, you are already eating bugs, you just don't realize it. So all that being said, let's just take a moment and look at some simple facts. The global population is expected to reach 9.1 billion by the year 2050. And the United Nations states that agricultural production is going to have to increase by 70% in order to support that population growth. And we already know that agricultural production is at the top of the list for environmental damage. So whether you really like it or not, there has to be an alternative source of protein. Presently, insect farming has an annual growth of about 27.8% and it provides a competitive option as a sustainable animal feed and a protein source for human consumption. And additionally, the insect protein industry is projected to reach nearly $8 billion by the year 2030. And with our global degradation of arable land, water pollution, loss of marine life, forest biodiversity, insect farming may very well become 
an integral part of the global economy and an ideal alternative source for animal protein. So no matter how unpalatable those little creepy crawlies such as grasshoppers, crickets, and mealworms might seem to you, the simple fact is that they contain significantly high sources of minerals and protein compared to beef. Because insects are approximately 60% dry weight protein compared to beef with its 27%. But if the thought of eating a bug literally makes your skin crawl, insects have been a common part of the human diet for thousands of years. In fact, many cultures to this day embrace eating insects. Edible insects have long been used by various ethnic groups in Asia, Africa, Mexico, and South America. Because insects are considered a cheap and sustainable source of protein, and there are up to 2,086 species of insects that are eaten in over 130 countries. And as mentioned above, insects have been consumed by humans for thousands of years because the Greeks and Romans were well known for consuming locusts and beetle larvae. And the continent of Africa by far consumes the most insects. The continent is home to the richest diversity of edible insects, including more than 500 species of things such as caterpillars, termites, locusts, grasshoppers, crickets, ants, bees, and beetles. People living in Africa have never considered an edible insect as a pest or a nuisance because it is a viable source of sustainable protein. But you know, despite these obvious benefits, insect cultivation is a largely untapped market. However, cricket farming has literally taken off in countries such as Thailand, India, South Africa, and Kenya. But why is this? Why is it such a large untapped market? Well, at this point, you're likely thinking about putting something on the grill and asking yourself, why should I even consider eating an insect? Well, insects are in fact, they're cheap, nutritious, they're high in protein and even low in fat. They contain a very high quality protein, amino acids, vitamins, calcium, zinc, and even iron. And there are also 2,100 edible insect species which of course offers a vast array of options for food dishes. And additionally, insects offer a significant opportunity to merge our traditional knowledge and modern science to improve human food security on a global scale. So if that's not enough to convince you, then let me give you eight reasons why you should consider eating insects. So number one, they're delicious. Well, crickets actually have a kind of a little nutty flavor which I can attest to because I had some in my oatmeal just this morning. The next reason is that you're already eating insects and you just don't know it because I gave you some tasty morsels of fact a little bit earlier. Insects are also packed with protein 
and one small serving you can get between 25 and 60 percent of your daily allowance and as mentioned above they're also very healthy and did you know that roasted mealworms are a healthy alternative to eating chips and according to one little research article I came across eating insects actually promotes good gut bacteria and so therefore eating insects is a good probiotic so in the end if you still find this whole thought of eating a bug rather repulsive I do have a little bit of good news because you don't actually have to eat them whole because believe it or not many people think their meat just simply comes from the supermarket and this is because people often do not associate a steak with a cow or sausage with a pig and this is because they come in different forms so the same is true with insects so I will encourage you to buy a little cricket flour and give it a try and the last reason number eight insects require less water and they are sustainable because we already know that agriculture consumes about 70% of the fresh water globally so just consider these numbers crickets require one liter of water for one kilogram of meat chickens require 2,300 liters per kilogram pork requires 3,500 liters and beef requires a whopping 22,000 liters of water in order to produce a single kilogram of meat so all that being said my curiosity actually got the best of me so I of course had to go looking for recipes so here's what I found chili lime grasshoppers cricket flour brownies mealworm fried rice buffalo worm cheese biscuits mealworm burgers tequila worm salsa waxworm tacos as well as many many other recipes that you can easily find online so if you still find this disgusting the bottom line here is that consuming insects makes sense from a sustainable perspective in fact in some parts of rural Africa insects actually make up as much as 60% of their dietary protein but what about back home right here in the United States presently the insect market here in the US is only about 20 million dollars annually so there is a lot of room for growth obviously eating insects in the United States is not exactly widely popular and I truly think it's a matter of convincing people of the health and environmental benefits of eating insects but according to a recent study from the University of Copenhagen cricket production is 20 times more efficient as a protein source compared to cattle and furthermore cricket production produces 80 times less methane not to mention that insects can thrive on organic waste which cuts back on the need for growing grain that is so commonly used in animal feed 
and requires a significant amount of water and energy in order to produce. Insect farming also makes economic sense simply because insects are cold-blooded and as such they require much less energy. But they are also more efficient at converting feed into protein. Crickets need four times less feed than sheep, 12 times less feed than cattle, and half as much as broiler chickens and pigs in order to produce the same amount of protein. So here is a quick little recap on the bugs. While eating insects may make your skin crawl, it does make good sense from a sustainable and economic perspective. By the year 2050, the world population is expected to be 9.1 billion and agricultural production would have to increase by 70% in order to feed that kind of a human population. However, it is our agricultural production that is consistently producing the greatest environmental damage. So sooner or later, like it or not, we are going to have to switch to a more sustainable protein source and insects may in fact be the answer to that. Because after all, there is enormous biodiversity in the insect world, not to mention the literally colossal biomass that is generally goes to waste. So I personally think it's time to start developing a culture where people are just as comfortable eating insects as they are with eating other foods. Because it's truly a matter of changing our perspective. And you know, you may not realize that our view and perception of different foods can certainly change over time. And 500 years ago, Italians thought tomatoes were poisonous. And in the 1800s, Americans thought lobster was literally trash food, so they fed it to prisoners. And 50 years ago, few cultures in the world ate raw fish, but yet sushi is now found everywhere. And besides, when it comes to insects, whether you want to think it about it or not, you are already eating far more insects than you know. And think about that the next time you spread a little peanut butter on a piece of bread. As for me, <clears throat> as for me, I have my adobe flavored grasshoppers and my whole roasted crickets that I add to my food on a regular basis. And of course, while researching information on this topic, my curiosity as usual got the best of me so I had to expand my horizons. As you have likely already heard me say before, I am not going to discuss, promote, or teach something that I'm not willing to try myself. So I got online and I ordered a mixed bag of dry roasted insects and about 3,000 live mealworms. I'm still just waiting patiently for their arrival. So I truly want to try a few different types of insects as well as to raise some of my own mealworms and try a few different recipes. 
So I figured, you know, it's going to take a few weeks for me to get back with you on that on that subject. And besides, I really got to thinking that if I was going to eat worms, I can at least make sure they are raised organically. And while you're waiting for my feedback on my insect experience, if you get a hankering for chili lime grasshoppers, I do have a link to that recipe in the transcript. But in a few weeks, I will likely share my own newfound recipe for mealworm muffins. It kind of sort of adds a new meaning to that old military term, bug out. And folks, of course, if you have enjoyed this episode on edible insects, then please don't forget to leave me with a review and subscribe to the Adventures in Sustainable Living podcast, as well as my companion blog, Off Grid Living News. And for now, folks, this is your host, Patrick, bugging out until next week. Always remember to live sustainably because this is how we build a better future. Thank you.